Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we are celebrating our first beer festival out in the wild, quite literally, and discussing all things Bigfoot. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Yo. And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Yeah, it's been a difficult week back at work. <laughs> it's about like the longest week. I've got tomorrow the off. <laughs> the longest week of my life. Monday was like the longest Monday. And that's not to say like, I've just started a new job and I really enjoy it. Like that's yeah. not any criticism on like the job. Literally, it's like Sunday I got home and I was just like, can I go into a coma please? Like this was... <laughs> Yeah, being in my own bed was really nice. And why is that? Because we went to Bigfoot Festival this we went week. To, yeah. The Bigfoot Beer Festival. We were camping. <laughs> it was like a proper beer adventure. It and was. We, we loved it. Indeed. So we thought that we would sort of just, I'm sure everybody on the socials that went is probably like flooding it with content. But we thought it would be such a missed opportunity not to like sort of catch up on things. We we had very, um, I know I definitely got to see a whole new experience. We'll get into that in a minute why. Um, but we just thought it would be good to sort of recap. And um, and yeah, so this is going to be another episode where we just kind of casually sip on beers and, and have a chat as opposed to walk you through certain beer styles or anything mm-hmm. like that. So um, I guess to start, Joe, what's your first beer that you're going to drink and then we'll just get right into it so i've grabbed what i've got in the fridge that was from (laughs) some of the some of the brewers that were at the festival um i've been hanging on to this uh wild beer coat sucker punch fruit sour that sounds gorgeous yeah it's lime and tropical fruits it's also i've already poured it look at that color um for those that are not watching the video it's like a strawberry red but very clear it looks gorgeous. I've not drunk any yet. And it does look really nice. I've then also got a it's double restraint. I've got. <laughs> I've then also got a double green mountain from Thornbridge, which is a double IPA. I'm shocked that you've got that. Well, I'm jealous that you've got that. Somebody I'm gave upset it. Upset you didn't share it with me. Oh, I'm but sorry. That's fine. I'm. You know, I'm not even hurt about it. It's I've fine. been. I've been sitting on it because it's a double IPA, and then I was like, "It's Thornbridge. This is a good opportunity to drink it." It's forced <laughs> you to no, drink she's it. Mad. Now. <laughs> I'm not even mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> so, like, see you at the weekend. You didn't even try to sneak it in. Like that is just beyond rude. And also, I just want to call out for anybody watching the videos. Yeah winning with our t-shirts we, we're just twin, <laughs> twinning i can't wait to get to the point where we get to t-shirt. talk how i ended up with the t-shirt but that will come that will, that will come um yeah so mine basically i went strategic with how i picked mine um so i went with full circle bruco um looper which is ipa um it's kind of like the IPA that if you've not tried any of their beers before and you like IPA, this is probably like the the, the intro level into full circle that you should try. Um, I picked this out. I'll get more into it in a minute. But basically, they are how I ended up at Bigfoot. 
So that's why I picked that one to start with. Uh, and then going into on from that one, I've got Braybrook's Grand Goes, um, which is obviously the, the ghost. Uh, the ghost. And um, yeah, I picked this one because, again, we'll get into the when we recap sort of what we did. This was the first beer that I had at Bigfoot that wasn't full circles. Um, and it was one that, we both were like, we have to try this one and we went yeah. to go get it. And and I just feel like Braybrook, like just, it's almost like they're incapable of making Ugh. a bad, like I feel like they'd have to really try to make something they, else bad. They are so. smashing it with their beers. I'm absolutely loving it. And it like, it's that full, like I am fully into lagers now <laughs> because, yeah, because they are so good Braybrook and Utopian, but Braybrook's beers are just so good. Like I, I'm such a liar when I say I don't like lagers so, because so good. I will drink pretty much anything that Braybrook put in front of me. So. Yeah, and, and, and I've had this, I've had them since kind of, I've had a few of them since when we put that order in like yeah. a while ago, like, you know, when we put it in, um, and I've just been like holding on to it. Cause like the bottles, if you watch the video as well, they just look so yeah they just look so like posh like I don't know they just seem really up market because they're like a they're, they're not quite a stubby bottle but they are a stubbier bottle yeah and they're not, they about 330 just, mil aren't they yeah but they just the shape of them yeah. looks nice it just like oozes elegance I think the, so just I've been all, saving it all the little details are there that makes you just go yeah that's they're so act. like the way that I would like describe their their labels are like you know when you have like modern but it's modern like clean lines yeah. but you have <laughs> like succulents people that design modern layouts with hexagons yeah. and succulents like yeah. I feel like you can picture exactly yeah. what I'm saying when I say that and like rose gold yes like, uh, summarize Braybrook like, are the rose are gold of craft beer <laughs> and I'm okay with it because I genuinely think it's a really great aesthetic so their <laughs> labels always just make me feel really like luxurious and even though they are more like like I don't know this modern clean lines yeah. very like straight to the point it's not like this cartoony or much artwork on it or anything very minimalist. they just make me feel yeah exactly that's the word I was looking for they make me feel very elegant and I was yes. like yeah so I've been holding on to that and then finally I was like oh I have a justification for I can have one of those um and then my last one I feel like it's you know some people may or may not may not like them but I've got two tribes mariachi which is a Mexican lager and the reason I picked them is because their spot at Bigfoot Festival I'll mention it so we get to that point if if I get to the third beer I'll mention it but basically they had quite a chill spot called like the campfire and they had some amazing barbecue I queued for like so long I was at the front of the queue like waiting for this barbecue to open up but we'll talk about all that later I'm gonna crack open this beer and we're gonna start so what is Bigfoot Festival? I don't know. Do you want to give while I pour mine? Because you... I've already got mine. Oh. <laughs> You've already got yours. Do you want to... I've just of... drunk it and it's good. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Bigfoot I've Festival. So it was... Oh, she's got the good glass, but she's got, got, the, got, she's got the full, got circle. The full circle, circle glass. I've tried to match my glass well. I couldn't do it with Braybrook. I've, um, I've got my new tasting glasses nice. from uh, McColl's looks good they are anyways anyway i interrupted what is what is bigfoot festival so um it was a beer and music and food festival um all the fun stuff that was held in warwickshire at ragley hall um and yeah it was brilliant there was a lot really good selection of breweries there um there was fun food places like um 
Ten Greek Street was there. Um, Mob Kitchen was there. Yep. Um, Paddy and Bun. Pa- and original Patty Men. Yeah, that's what it is. And then the the two tribes campfire had fancy people doing barbecue. Fancy people doing fancy barbecue. people doing barbecue. Um, Verdant brought their seafood along. Um, so lots of interesting things. Then... And then you had like tiny little stalls as well. Yeah. Like there was a cheesecake stand, which yeah, cheesecake. I haven't good. had the cheesecake yet. I oh, put it in the freezer because um, we didn't get to that yet. Yeah, I had um, brownies from there. The brownies yep. were amazing. <laughs> really good brownies. Yeah, and so you know, foodie food festival, beer festival, and then a music festival as well. Now I didn't know many of the bands, but the music was pretty good. That was. But that's it. I didn't yeah, so... know any of them apparently yeah. like primal screams quite big but yeah. i was like i don't know who they are um i don't someone's know. gonna at you for that i'm, I'm really sorry you, right you can at me it's not gonna change the fact that i have not a clue who they are i, I didn't know who any of them yeah. were quite frankly um and <laughs> funnily enough it turned out that my friend's girlfriend was playing in one of like the first bands yeah. on saturday <laughs> and i was like what like and he ended up being there and i was like what is one his girlfriend's band is called um break up haircut they were one of like the first ones on on the saturday and it was really it was really cool to be at like a live show again it was weird like i was like oh my god and then we were like standing towards like the front side as well and i was like i feel like a groupie this is cool (laughs) i love it while you were doing that i was at the frozen (laughs) sing-along You were at the frozen. I am kind of happy I wasn't. The, I'm really sorry. I was kind of happy. I was it was great. Uh, we got as far as let it go and then we left. But um, prior to that, that you, you peaked there. What else? Yeah, we peaked. Yes, I mean, I don't even know another song. I mean, that's the I song, really, really isn't it? That's you want to do that one, and then you know we'd finish our pints by then because we took a pint to <laughs> the frozen sing along. Like, what else are you going to do? Um, and um, that's I brought my friend Liz along. She doesn't camp. She doesn't drink beer. <laughs> perfect uh, arena to bring my friend to um so we went to the frozen sing along for her but we got there really early um and <laughs> my favorite thing about the whole thing was they put uh, so it was at the cinema air quotes um which is out- outdoors and Open on hay bales, on hail yeah. bales which was great um but prior to that to the frozen sing along they had what they called in the program storytellers now a bit, bit of a misleading title yeah, though, it was a, it? yeah yeah slightly misleading title because uh you know you've got storytellers on before you frozen sing along the storytellers were actually stand-up com- comedians and uh yeah they they had some more adult material yet there were children there <laughs> waiting for frozen to start um so we watched um this one lady whose name escapes me, but um, she powered through and she was brilliant. What a legend. Like, the kids were like engaging with her. She's trying to, you know, have adult story time. And <laughs> there was a, t- she's like, there's this tiny little sign down here on like an A4 piece of paper that they'd stuck on the, on the front of the stage that said, storytellers, a stand-up comedy may not be suitable for children. <laughs> and she was like, and you've all just ignored it. So it's great. We're just here. She powered through. I feel like we're going to see her right. on something big at some point, and she's going to like retell this story about the time. This time she- was at a festival. <laughs> festival, <laughs> and talking her audience. about adult toys. <laughs> yeah, talking about adult things uh, to an audience full of children. She's going to turn it into a great skit. It's going to be amazing. But that yeah. was kind of. The I don't even think it mattered though, because where the positioning of that cinema was, anyways, right across. I mean, it was yeah. A- 
Hamilton's way, but right across from it was the children's the kids area. Section. Yeah. So, <laughs> so like, even if they weren't yeah. there for the frozen sing-along like if they were yeah. at the cinema i mean this is all of this is outdoors like picture it being like just one really big Literally outdoor field. festival there was tents by like that would put out like open sided tents that were up like quite big ones um but i mean like the cinema for example was totally open a lot of the stands yeah. were totally open um and it was right across from the kids center so i mean if you've got decent volume on the on the speakers it's Which, not yeah, really gonna it matter carried. so it yeah it, it that wasn't the best uh the best planning i don't think but it was entertaining but if nothing else it was entertaining. <laughs> on saturday morning with a pint of dark lager <laughs> brilliant i had a great time so yeah that's that's sort of what bigfoot festival is and like kind of how do we find ourselves there so i um i wanted to go to bigfoot but I was like, oh, it's a bit expensive. And like, you couldn't get a day ticket. It was because our friends originally wanted to go quite quite a while ago. Said, oh, here's a good festival we could all go to. We looked and you could only get full weekend tickets, which is, I mean, that is kind of the way it should be. Yeah. I, I understand why. Um, but we were like, oh, a bit skint at the moment when the tickets went on sale. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can justify that for like a whole weekend or th- about a festival I didn't really know much about myself. Yeah. Um, so I passed on that, but an opportunity presented itself um, <laughs> to go and help out this lovely, lovely brewery, Full Circle Brew Co. So they're from Newcastle, um, amazing people. So I've been speaking to sort of Graham from the sort of marketing area and, and all that and um, a few of the other people. And it's basically, we're, we're spoiler alert, can hopefully have them on the podcast yeah. coming up after <laughs> festival season's done um but through like doing their kindred um pink boots society tasting that we both did and reaching out to them to have them on the podcast and all that um sort of just chatted every so often they're like oh we, we've got an events team now more or less and we need some help at some of these festivals so i was like i'm more than happy to help um so big shout out to full circle because they took me along for the weekend they showed me the ropes they were so 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 kind to somebody like i have never admittedly i've never worked hospitality beyond going to see a friend that worked at a bar and then just being like well i've got nothing else to do i'll help you clean up and i'll help you do this and i'll help clean tables and you know stay after hours and clean things up like that kind of stuff never actually served people before um so they were so amazing for being so patient and so kind and so understanding and you know I they gave me place to sleep tent wise and everything else and it was just yeah it was a I was like I'm definitely gonna take this experience because even if I if I bomb it then at least I kind of I've done it and I know that maybe I I can't hack it I don't know and I think I did all right like I do genuinely think I did all right um but they were so lovely so that's how I ended up getting there um you you and Liz so funny story (laughs) on that um I ended up winning tickets in a giveaway after I'd already I was like I'm never gonna win this so I entered a giveaway I won tickets <laughs> and I was like I can't actually go now but basically it was a situation where I could just give a name I mean I was going to take you as my plus one yeah anyways if I won <laughs> but I wasn't expecting to win so um you're a legend because pretty much at the last minute I was like um so uh about next weekend though, I think I was joking like 
so do you yeah. want to go and then you're like haha funny and I was like yeah but really <laughs> but no but go. seriously do like, you really go? though do you, like do you want to go next week <laughs> and it was I think you only had like a week to yeah no it was, literally, it was literally a week and I was like uh yeah, I think I've got a bit of toil I can take on the Friday. Let me see it if I can find someone that wants to come with me. Quite <laughs> literally a week turnaround. Yeah. Like I was like, when I bought a new tent. Ha, 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 but really, no. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah, so you obviously did that. And then you picked Liz. And obviously, do you want to talk about her sort of yeah, so, as I said, experience? My, my friend Liz doesn't really camp, doesn't really drink beer. Um, so I messaged her and was like, but she's she's one of these people that's up for anything. So I was like, um, so nice. She's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we've known each other since secondary school. And I was just like, um, so I know you don't drink beer and I know you don't don't like camping, but do you want to come to a camping beer festival? And she was like, glamping. I was like, no, 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 no. Camping in a proper tent. <laughs> in a tent. <laughs> in a tent. And we're going to drink beer. I've checked. There's cocktails and stuff if you want that as well. And she was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. And so we turned up. Like she's she has been to a beer festival with me before. She's been to the Kent Beer Festival. So um Is that more craft? Is that yeah. more no, so that's camera. More, more real ale. Um yeah, so it's a camera beer festival. So it's a bit more real ale. Um I think she might like think she might have had some chocolatey beers. But the um, idea of the type of beer she's gonna be drinking, yeah, yeah, so based on that, is probably gonna be vastly different yeah, very to different a degree from, from some yeah. stuff she was gonna have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's she's more of a, a wine and a cocktails type person. Champagne. She, yeah, she did she found that she <laughs> properly squirreled out the champagne, <laughs> the champagne cart straight away, found that and the G and T sections. So absolutely fine. Um but we did we like so she wasn't Though she doesn't drink it, she was up for it. We had to, had to go. <laughs> I was just like, no, like, and then we had to go and go through because she's not camped. And we were talking about it and she hasn't camped probably since she was a teenager. <laughs> so I was like, right, you are going to need boots. You are going to need a sleeping bag. Yeah, I literally made her a checklist and went, these are the things that you're going to need to pack. So for anyone that is listening who has not been to a festival or camping or to a beer festival where it requires camping, here are some of the important things that you should pack. You're going to need a tent. You're going to need a sleeping bag. Um, you should probably also bring a pillow. Um, you're going to need one of my favorite things that I brought with me was my waterproofs um, because it was a bit wet <laughs> last weekend, uh, but that was fine. Oh my God. Um, so I actually bought waterproof trousers as well as a raincoat. Uh, wellies. You're always going to need wellies. Um, and toilet roll is my top tip <laughs> because the toilets always run out of toilet roll at some point. I have to say the toilets at, at Bigfoot were actually very clean and they were almost always stocked. So we didn't actually need a lot of toilet roll, um, but always pack a toilet roll and uh, carry bags to put wet and or dirty things in. <laughs> oh, I always do that anyway. Like even yeah. when I go away, like hotel, like I still, oh, yeah. I always take like a carrier bag of like, oh, when I've got, unless it's some place, even when it's someplace that's got a, like yeah. a washing machine, I still am like, let's make a pile of, yeah. but you don't want to just like throw it on the ground. Like, yeah, I'll just yeah bring a carrier bag for that. I feel like we're yeah, just no, tidy definitely. people. That's um, the only thing we do. Um, oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we're just head like torch. exceptionally tidy. Yeah. Head torch. Mm. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to get the fairy lights. I'm going to get, so you can find your way back into the, the tent. Fairy like, lights, that's you the fairy lights for... No, but then you know that it's your, your tent. Because when I was going back and it was absolutely that, tipping it down. I guess that's true. On the Saturday night when it was absolutely tipping it down, 
Um, Can you imagine I was going back to my and I got my head torch on and I so I could see where I was going, but I was just like, "That's my tent" because it's got the fairy lights on it. Well, people had like, <laughs> <is> like <laughs> code zero, code zero. Go, go, go. When I took the tent down on on Sunday morning, I I pulled it down and there was like a tent suddenly behind us that hadn't been there before, and I was like. Liz, was that there last night? Because when like, you were uh, so so basically, I rocked up. I rocked <laughs> up and started what like you beat me there by not actually too long. Not I thought long. you were going to get there way earlier than I did. Traffic was but horrendous I think because of the traffic of the rain. you had to get to Liz. You beat me there by not that much, and um, I was expecting to have a lot more difficulty finding you. And literally, you come in, you park up in a field, yep. you go through the ticket entrance, and then you walk down this massive f off like muddy path that takes yep. you past so you have all the you walk straight in on your left hand side it's all the tents all, all the fields are different campsites and then you just keep going straight till you hit the actual festival ground um i'm like walking my way down like because i'm basically where the staff tents are they are on the festival ground yep. so i was heading in that direction and i was like oh, joe's here somewhere i'll text her in a bit when i when i sort of put my stuff down i like look over and i was like that looks like joanne that is joanne and then i was like hi <laughs> he was literally was right hilarious. on an end spot yeah. like a very visible clear towards the end spot and yeah at the time you put your tent up there wasn't a tent behind you no. it was pretty much just you yeah. and i noticed on the day when i the last day when i went to take my stuff to the car i was like there's a lot more tents there <laughs> was when yeah, i, I think saw a lot of, day i one. think a lot of people turned up on saturday <laughs> and uh and pitched up so yeah, it what you definitely needed to know where your tent was because it could get lost very easily with other people slotting in around. Have a way of marking your tent, be it a flag or fairy lights. Don't diss the fairy lights. Those I, are very useful. Yeah, but I never thought of it in that way of like how to find your tent. Yeah. Like I was just like, oh, okay, so it looks pretty. Like I never even thought about the fact there's probably like seven other people that have the yeah, same the tent same as tent you. as you. <laughs> Although my favorite thing is, so I walked, um, I walked to find water at one point, and I was looking at what other people I got. One lot had their tent, and then they had like a proper filled-in gazebo and their makeup desk out, and they were like makeup table, do the makeup with their mirror set up. I was like, you are. Mm prepared festival ready <laughs> but yeah um so that's kind of how we both ended up at bigfoot festival i guess um the only other thing that's probably quite good to go into is like what what were your expectations before going in because i think you know first of all in terms of the festival overall i think my expectation was it wasn't going to be what it ended up being i thought it was I knew that there were bands there, but I guess my ignorance, because I didn't really know the bands and I didn't really bother to look the bands up. I didn't think they were going to be as big of a deal as as they were in the as big of a deal in the sense of I didn't think that was going to be such a big part of the festival. Yeah. Not that they weren't a big deal having musicians, but I didn't think that was going to be such a big piece of everything. I don't know why I just didn't because yeah, I, I know I, it as a beer festival. Yeah, so we we were looking at it through the lens of it being a beer festival, and I think it was much more balanced. I thought it was going to be a smaller that. scale, yeah. more focused on beer. Yes, on there'd beer. be some food yeah. vendors. Yes, there'd be yeah. these bands playing, but I thought the the main focus quite literally would be beer. And it's it was a lot more kind of balanced between the three kind of food, beer, music. I think. Mm they were all kind of equally as important as one another and I mean I've so I've been to music festivals before I've been to I've been to Glastonbury I've been to Reading I've been to Download um I've been to camera beer festivals before I've been to AE craft beer festival I've not been into any of the really big 
craft beer festivals, but I've been to um I've been to a little craft beer festival down this way called Generation Craft. Um but yeah, it it was much more three way split between it being a food festival or music festival or beer festival than it concentrating on one on one of those elements. It felt more like a music mm-hmm. festival, but I liked that the so the beer part of it was very I felt very like that was like kind of your chill out bit. Like you could go into it, it was very like there was a really nice vibe, like you could you know get yourself a pint and sit mm-hmm. down and have a chat and stuff. Um, you know, spend time just kind of relaxing and taking your time over things, which I really liked. Like I liked that um kind of difference between the two so it was like a really good beer a really good music festival with that really nice chilled out haven't got to be anywhere in particular kind of vibe about it yeah no definitely um I think to be fair like a lot of my feelings around it I don't know if you've got like sort of a different from your perspective of how you were attending but I think a lot of my feelings around it and like any anxieties I had were all kind of due to the fact of I was working there as opposed to just going as like a I think if I was going as just an attendee I probably would have just been like it's like you know it is what it is it'll be interesting to see what this weekend is and I probably wouldn't have put too much thought into it if I'm quite honest I probably would have been like I'm gonna go camp and whatever happens happens that's great but I think because I was working it I had some extra anxieties around things like having never worked in hospitality yeah that concerned me um just like I it's things that seem so stupid now having done it but things like what if I'm shit at pouring beer like I pour beer for myself all the time but like I'm not paying myself to pour beer you know I mean like when somebody's paying for a beer what if I pour really shit or I pour the wrong thing or I just like stupid things that you don't think about but if you've never done it on like for that level of thing I was just like I you know what if I really want to waste you don't want to waste the beer do you because you know and I don't want to make somebody else like somebody that's paid for a weekend and then they come in they're like really excited to try something and then I'm like I've just poured you like the shittest pint of your life or something like that you know half a cup of head yeah like there you go I mean it was really the machines were (laughs) some of the machines were really difficult like some of them you can't help it 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 just like if it's you've got to kind of rebalance the machine not rebalance it but you've got to kind of like change the trying to be different so it's the same so I was I was telling you this on the day when you were telling me about it so you know I'm an uh, my granddad was an ice cream man one of my very first jobs was working in the ice cream van you like the handles are pressurized on an ice on an ice cream machine in a in a van and it's like a clutch on a car each one is slightly different you've got to get used to it and takes you a couple of goes but then you get used to how it feels and how hard you got to pull it or, you know, how steady you've got to be. Um, Sometimes it's completely out of your control because some of them, it was very much like you couldn't help but get it foamy. Yep. And I know Um, some, like, um, I was getting beers from Brew York and they were having trouble with their kegs. They were coming out really foamy. I suspect it was temperature because the temperature was fluctuating throughout the day, like, one minute be sunny then it'd be rainy like so you know that's going to affect the temperature of your kegs because you're in the middle of a field you're not in a nicely temperature controlled building so yeah it uh, so that will affect it as well but I think that was kind of something that I had anxiety around was being able yeah. to pour it being able to serve it being able to keep up with people's orders because yeah. like you know I've I've gone up to a bar and I know 
people will like the bartender will go what do you want and then i'll go like one of those and like just tell me all the drinks you want yeah and you'll be like one of those one of those one of those one of those and then i was like well if that's what people are used to doing they're gonna come up to me and go i want three of those one of those half of that and it happened but i i was more worried i think of being able to keep up Mm. with it and i was like oh what if it's like really slammed like am i going to be able to keep up with it you know i haven't worked in retail even i haven't been in a customer service i mean i'm in customer service in the sense of i deal with customers but i've not been in like a retail hospitality customer service environment for i don't know seven eight years now at least if not longer um so it very much like I was like what if I just don't have that ability anymore or like what if I really ball something up I guess is, yeah. is what it was and I was like I haven't used I haven't used a till in eight years let alone card reading machines now it's like what if I get that really wrong and my maths are not I'm writing communications like those are my skills maths and science are not my skills they <laughs> like I love science but not my forte to think in mathematics and to think that way so that was something I was really particularly worried about I think um that and like I was like what if like the people don't like me that I'm like working with? like what if I'm like they just think that I'm like weird or something like that <laughs> it's that like you've never met I never yeah. met them in person I'm like what if they don't like me <laughs> <laughs> they were all lovely did you have any sort of feelings before you went do you know if Liz had any feelings kind of before she went so I think just because it was a big event, like it's the first big event that we've been to since, you know, everything. And um, yeah, it, it was, I think I was concerned about levels of people because in my mind, I was just like, if this is going to be busy. Like they were still selling tickets up until just before it started, like before the day. So I was like, it could get really busy. Like how, how do you handle social distancing? And, yeah. and, you know, when are we going to need masks? What if we run out of hand gel? You know, all of all of those kind of things. You know, I've, I had packets of wipes and extra hand gel and all of that packed just in case. Didn't actually need any of it because everything was pretty well organised already when we got there. But, you know, it, it was things like that that were playing on my mind because, you know, I'm used to being in a crowded situation like that, but not for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think there was like it's weird because I think all that kind of took a back seat to me because I was so busy yeah being anxiety ridden over the working element of it that I normally I think maybe if I was like if if I was just going to visit in that sense like I would be thinking more of that but yeah. I think my brain power leading up to it was all just around the working element and it wasn't until I actually got there that I started thinking about the COVID restrictions and like you Um, had a little bit of security because everyone had to have had a negative lateral flow test before they got there however yeah I realized quite quickly yeah filling in that yeah filling in that that you literally just go onto the government website and say yes negative because I do my lateral flow tests for my day job. I have done two this week and still coming out negative. So, <laughs> so I think we're all good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I literally, <laughs> I was like, negative. through this whole situation in the last 18 months, we have seen that this has brought out the best in people and it's bringing out the worst in people. And you know, there you can't trust everybody. <laughs> 
no I, I'm very cynical about things like that it's 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 realism isn't it though it's yeah it's being it's, it's being not being real. cynical and it's just and that, like you could be overly positive or you just be real about it and then it's that I think because even then when even following the rules and everything within the arena and things there were still people who were like I was aware of people I'm like you're a little bit too close <laughs> or where an area would get a bit busy and I would be like well, there was big enough that you could leave and just be like yeah, yeah 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 somewhere else <laughs> you didn't feel stuck in a no. like it's not like it was indoors and in a yeah in an in an arena where you're like yeah. oh okay we're all kind of stuck together like it's a it's a pre-seated yeah. thing and you're in the middle of a row of 20 people yeah or no you could like be like i'm gonna take my beer and go and sit elsewhere yeah. or i'm gonna yeah, move yeah. elsewhere away from these people who are a little bit too close to me and i think all <laughs> of our all of our personal spaces may have got a little bit bigger <laughs> um so we did do a little bit of recording while we were there we'd had the, like, we had this great plan that we were gonna we like, were like gonna we're like we're turning this we're gonna record it, so we're gonna do content <laughs> we're gonna record all the time but we were having way too much of a good time to, to bother to record we recorded a little bit yeah so we, we recorded so we'll, we'll, a yeah. quick we, our intention was to go yeah. saturday we've done a bit of a wrap-up sunday yeah. we've done a bit of a wrap-up we yeah. made it a saturday yeah and then we were like saturday daytime we never yeah. even got to the evening time no didn't happen so we were enjoying ourselves and watching then, jurassic yeah, park we're watching jurassic tagline park. tagline don't fuck with science right just leave that so, out or know, don't do that eat, i don't care just just leave it alone eating our dinners leave watching jurassic park with velociraptors in the kitchen yeah, leave it alone in the kitchen <laughs> the best bit we literally sat down for the best bit it was great <laughs> i was like this is a velociraptor park loved it uh, yeah jeff goldblum fit <laughs> can't deny it you cannot deny it fit. <laughs> jeff goldblum um, great this is, like these like who thought that we would go to a beer festival and sit and talk about frozen and and jurassic park jeff goldblum <laughs> i did because jeff goldblum just always probably comes up i don't know but yeah this is gonna be the bit yeah <laughs> that you're so, gonna cut in that video of the 15 minutes so here is the small part that we did record for you on site Enjoy. Don't expect there to be the other part where we said no, we'll record later. That, that didn't out. happen. <laughs> no, because we didn't. All right. So we are at Bigfoot Festival. This is my friend Liz. Say hi, hi Liz. Hi. So Liz doesn't do beer and she doesn't do camping. But I've managed to get her here. Um, this is the first day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were here last night. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, and I have, I have already successfully converted her to beer show them what you're drinking right that is the barbecue hills from braybrook uh what did you say it tastes like it tastes like lavender <laughs> it smells like lavender and it tastes like lavender and it doesn't have a bit of twang right right afterwards and you also told uh you told people on the bar that it tasted soapy didn't you yeah i don't think they enjoyed that no, but no um so currently we are sat in the cinema we're going to do the um we're going to do the Frozen sing-along. Let me just get my beer. Let it go. Here's my Let beer. I'm drinking Budva. Um, and I said to Tori, we'll get Tori on in, in, in a bit as well. Um, I said to Tori that obviously I've changed because the m- most important breweries for me this weekend are lager breweries. And we all know that I don't like lager. Whoops. <laughs> just got a dark lager from Budva there. So uh, we're, we're going to have a couple of beers. We're going to... Um, join the kids in the frozen sing-along and uh, 
let uh, uh, I guess we'll talk some more about beer later. <laughs> See you later.
kick you out yeah. and then I was like that looks like Joe that is Joe hi um, I didn't get here until maybe like 10 past 8 what time did you guys actually get here did we get about half past 9 yeah I was 
very kind in letting us yeah. shove a microphone <laughs> in her face. Yeah. It'd be like, we're gonna, can we just like use this as like yeah. content, please? Yeah, cheers. Yeah, and it, you know it's okay, but I, I came, kind of came along thinking, oh, I'm coming to Pete Joe Company, and I'm sure I'll have a good time. And now I'm a bit like, no, we're watching Frozen yeah. sing along. Yeah. I want to have this. I want to try some of that yeah. as well. And I bought a T-shirt, so if I'm buying the merch. <laughs> someone like yeah. needs a password I'll go with her <laughs> and now you're like I've got merch <laughs> was our 15 minute recorded session that once we managed to find a, a quiet spot between the stages so if we get into the realities of what it actually was for us you know the good the bad the ugly of the festival um i think to start with the slightly negative points on it because i'm going to start negatives so that we can end really positive um don't know if you'd agree or disagree and i'm by no means saying that this is the worst thing in the the whole world but i didn't expect the covid restrictions to be as lax as they were yeah i agree and i, I wonder if i'm just a bit risk averse <laughs> and that's it and that's it. Um, i'm only speaking from like yeah. kind of my point of view of it whereas i know other people i think the thing the theme is everyone that i spoke to that came up to get a beer was like i'm so happy to be back to normal and i think some people didn't mind it yeah um maybe it is we're just more risk averse i don't know yeah, because like there were areas where it was like in this area you're going to wear a mask, and then people weren't wearing masks, and then but no one like, was even asked to. <laughs> no, no one was even asked to. Um, like I had mine in my pocket the entire time, ready, and I never got asked to put my mask on. I put it yeah, on I in well. like there was a couple of places where there was a sign, and I put it on. But they, I kind of got a funny look when I put it on. Um, they like we thought the tents were going to be spread out a bit more, and we put our tent further away from other people so there was a good gap and then people filled it in and I was like okay I mean it was fine because it wasn't like we weren't hanging out at the tent yeah Um, so we did you know and we didn't really bump into the people that were in the tents we were all off enjoying the festival but yeah there was I think distancing sometimes wasn't adhered to and you know by the end of the night dj was going everyone was like we're gonna all dance together quite close together yeah and that and that was and as i said previously that was fine because those people that were comfortable to do that could do that 
I wasn't comfortable with that. So I moved into a quieter space and there was that room to be able to do that. So that was a good thing. But yeah, there was, there were times where everyone got a bit close. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is, that's what I'm saying is like, I'm starting on the negative, but it's not really a negative. Mm. I think some people would find that there wasn't a problem at all. Yeah. Some people that are more more risk averse than we are might just turn around. And, and I go, think it's just proven to, stop, but... to me that I am more. I it's you know showing me that I am more risk averse than I think I realised. <laughs> but I mean, also I think you know we've come out of that and we've had yeah. negative COVID tests. So yeah. it's it, maybe it is part of it is like oh we've not been in this situation for quite yeah. some time so it feels a bit more risky yeah. than it is yeah. um, I think it was more just because in my head it's, again it's not a negative saying we shouldn't be in a particular place at all like, it's no commentary on what we should and shouldn't be doing it's more that I think in my head I thought you know we have to take a mouse we have to do this COVID test we have to do all this that it was going to be more strictly enforced than maybe it was yeah. and it yeah. wasn't as strictly enforced as I thought it was yeah. going to be. Yeah, exactly. And I I think people were like, particularly like food queues were particularly long because, you know, it was a little bit more artisanal. So it took a little yes. bit longer to make. Um, but but extra good. Were, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was tasty. Um, but I think people were quite good about leaving gaps between each other in the queues and not mm-hmm. kind of crowding each other. So people were self, you know, were self-disciplining about yes. it. So that, yeah, it wasn't terrible. But yeah, no, I, just, and I don't think, I think in my spoke, head, if someone approached and spoke bit, to us, yeah. they didn't get on top. Like, it's not no. like somebody was on top of you or anything no. else like that. So I did a few elbow, elbow bumps rather than, than, you know, anything else. But yeah, I think, yeah, I think I've just realized that I'm more risk averse than other people. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm more risk averse than some people but mm. I think I'm definitely lower than other people because there were people that I hugged while we were there for sure um and but I also was in a situation where I was like I can go into the crowded tent get a drink and come out of the crowded tent yeah. and I didn't feel like a phobia of going into the crowded no. tent but I was like would I want but to I was stand like, mm. in there that long or maybe that's too much for me and everyone yeah. has their own comfort levels you might have some people that were like not at all and other people that were like there's no problem with this so I think that's the thing that I'm I'm only pointing it out as just a, like a reality of yeah. the experience is I thought it was going to be a lot more lockdown force, yeah. even though it was outdoors yeah force masked everything and yeah. they didn't seem even where there were signs up it didn't seem to be enforced as much no. And I think this is something that we're all going to get used to as we go back to these sort of things. And we've all got to kind of get used to our own comfort levels and respect other people's comfort levels as well. But yeah, I think that was one reality. Do you yeah. have like sort of another one you want yeah. to Yeah, so when I was reading, because I made sure I read before we went, made sure we read through all the instructions and all the, all the things that they wanted us to do and prepared for when we got there. Um, it said, bring your refillable water bottle because there will be water points for you to refill so we, you don't have to buy water. So I bought my refillable water bottle and I only found one water point, which was in the middle of the general camping near the showers, very far away from Oof. the from the uh, arena. So I filled up my water bottle on the Saturday morning, but then didn't find anywhere else to fill it up throughout the rest of the day. Mm. Um, we then did find a stool that was selling water in reusable bottles, but... I didn't need to yeah in that yep the Tori's got it on the thing it was a it's a metal bottle bottle. yeah Yeah. and it's metal so it's reusable I've got that downstairs but I had my refillable one I was ready to fill it up but I never Mm. found anywhere in the arena to fill it up 
Yeah, I think we're very fortunate from the staff perspective because the staff site was so close that it's yeah. like I could go and just fill up at the staff site. I didn't have to go hunt one down, but I did have people come up and say, do you have water? And we're like, no, yeah. really sorry, we don't uh, have water. I think it would be, and especially if it was slightly hotter, there needed to be more water points. And, yeah. you know, as a beer festival, you want to keep hydrated between, and that wasn't as easy as it could have been. I think something that maybe I didn't, realize as fully or I didn't have um, the same appreciation for as I do now is it's not just about like from a vendor perspective it's not it's not just about kind of being there to make money it's there to network with other breweries as well and that's something that I just don't think ever crossed my mind Um, because there was a lot of definitely like networking between breweries of like let's have a conversation about like how are you doing things in this way how are you doing your bottle shop how are you doing your this and I think that's something that I, behind the scenes, that's what's happening when you're just there as a a patron, just yeah. attending the event, like you don't see those conversations happening. So it was just really, I think for me, that was like one big reality of what, what the event was about. Like I can yeah. understand how not having these events, it's got to be so isolating for breweries because when these events can be on, they can network more and they yeah. can have conversations. And that's just a reality I wasn't kind of aware of about the whole thing. Yeah. It's really interesting. Well, but I mean, we we started doing that ourselves. Like how many people came up to you and went, oh, you're Tori from blah, blah, and came up to me and was like, you're Joanne. And I was like, I totally was not expecting that. No. <laughs> like I wasn't expecting people to come up and call me by name. <laughs> no, no. We met so many like amazing yeah. people. And it was amazing. Like I Instagram met, yeah. And... Yeah. But we've like met online to meet them in real life. It was amazing. Like yeah. beer women. Yeah. Saz. Beer women. Stars <laughs> on the Raz. We finally met Kimberly. Kimberly, in person. Yeah. Um, I met uh, Chasing Ra- uh, Rainbows, Laura. I met um, uh, Lady Jane Brewer. Those are both from Wild Beer Co. I only met her because you, cause yeah. you were already having <laughs> a conversation never, and I had to like awkwardly be like, Joe, I needed to give you your backpack. I'll let you have your moment. I was like, you can stay. And I was like, I'll stay for I a minute. Jealous. But like, I'm, I'm so excited that it's I so now lovely. know two people who actually work at World Beer Co because World Beer Co is one of my faves and I'm like I actually know people that work there <laughs> so excited oh, I didn't want to interrupt your conversation I was like I'm just we were like turn yeah, this. We were, yeah we were like properly in it living but, the dream but yeah no there were so many you met you met you know Simon from uh, yeah I met Simon from I did meet him because I missed him because I was in line to get talking, food we were talking about natural him. wine <laughs> natural wine at a beer festival natural wine at a beer festival <laughs> all about brilliant. the funk brilliant all about the funk um I don't know I, I feel like I feel like there's probably more people that I just yeah I can't even think of it because I feel like I met so many people oh, quads, so and many really quads and quinoa <laughs> I do I you were just like I met quads and quinoa <laughs> brilliant yeah i love it i love that name cords and quinoa um so good i know that we're going to end up forgetting like a whole bunch of people yeah hello to everybody that we met terrible if we've forgotten that we met you we're we're horrid just like oh my god like i can't believe anybody knows like who i am let alone people saying i listen to your podcast and all that i was just like it was just so it was such a surreal experience and it was James so the Barrel amazing. Wrangler at World Beer Co. was like, oh yeah, I love beer learning. I remember you. <laughs> it's just got to like, be, it's very like, it's a surreal experience. Yeah. It's the only thing I can I can say is just, I don't think people understand how much that it's appreciated. Yeah. 
Yeah. It really is. Like anytime anyone says they listen to us more than one episode, I'm like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, any, I guess kind of what fits into the conversation of realities is like, what was, I mean, overall experience, like to summarize your experience as, a, um, as an attendee or Liz's, because you had the conversations yeah. with her, didn't you? Yeah. So I, she really enjoyed it. You know, I, I didn't think she would enjoy it as much as she did. Um, because I know she's not a camper, but she like she loved she loved every minute of it. She found herself some fancy champagne. <laughs> she got a, she, she got could, wine in yeah. in she got two different yeah. things. Or was it champagne and one was no it rose champagne. champagne? It was it was rosé champagne and regular champagne <laughs> in like in plastic like glasses, glasses, in white, plastic wine glasses that they that they were just like you can keep these. She's just like I paid a deposit and I yes, get to keep and them. I'm going to keep them. <laughs> and then we literally so and I'm super excited because we found a beer that she liked. <laughs> Which so she it? really enjoyed the barbecue hells from Did from she, Braybrook. Really she loved that? it. She loved it. She had a pint of it while we were watching Frozen sing along. So that's the thing that I said I was going to get back to when I got onto the yeah. Braybrook. Basically, yeah. uh, I first landed at the festival Friday evening. I was like going to learn the ropes. I wasn't expecting to like work on Friday, but I was like, well, I got there earlier than I anticipated. Great, show me the ropes. Get, get adjusted to everything so I had a full a few full circle beers and I was like I'm gonna go have dinner but I met up with Joe yep had dinner with Joe and Liz and I was like oh Joe what would be a really good beer to go with a burger because that's what I'm gonna have for dinner and then she was like well Braybrook have their barbecue hells on and I was like in into it <laughs> gonna have that so I got us I got us like some of those. get me one as well while and you're it at so it so good it was so good because it was it was like the smoky, like you could, it really smelled heavily of mesquite, but like the first taste you had was it, like it wasn't overwhelmingly smoky. It was more towards the back end of it that it was smoky. And what lingered afterwards was like mesquite smokiness. I mean, yeah. I think if you don't like mesquite and you don't like that yeah. type of smoky, like barbecue, you're probably not gonna like it no but i think it was it's really unique really yeah. clean tasting yeah and it had this really lovely kind of floral note that was coming through from the hops and i think that was complemented by that very subtle sweet smokiness um, and it was almost lavendery mm. and that's what liz really enjoyed about it she was just like oh and i think she doesn't enjoy the bitterness um so because that was really clean and crisp and then it had mm-hmm. those interesting flavors in it she was like that's really good like <laughs> but she kept calling it soapy <laughs> um and in fact she Just went up to imagine she went, their faces like when she, she said oh, that's to, we, we went up to get it and she was like what was the one that i really liked and i was like it's the barbecue hails she was like i want a pint of that and so we went up and i was like she wants a pint of the barbecue hails she's like it's really soapy and the guy was just like what and i was like it in a good way <laughs> she, 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 that that makes her happy don't worry like that that's the thing is like i totally like i understand yeah what she meant by that but i'm just trying to imagine the look on the brewer's face like it was a brewer was there or, it was someone that worked for them it was great being, like soapy oh, i was like but she wants a pint soapy. of it so you're okay <laughs> yeah it's good it's good it's a good thing it's good soap <laughs> but yeah no she loved it and like she found like she went and had an Aperol spritz at one point. She was loving the Aperol spritz. She was loving like, the Aperol She spritzes. was like, I've got yeah. another, I can go get another Aperol yeah. spritz. I was like, had that. She had, she was like, you know, we got cheesecake. <laughs> it was great. We had a great time. Um, she also enjoyed Kirsch Russell 
from, oh yeah that was uh, a really from, good one brie york yeah from brie york she enjoyed that i was also very um excited to see that brie york were doing um beer tastings of their new that's it range. you went to the tasting didn't i you? did i took that opportunity i was so excited so they've um they've got a series of beers coming out called the survivor series um, named after wrestlers, which actually they got the stickers up. as well. I got I've, the stickers. Got, they were giving away stickers. I've got the full set of stickers. It's on the beer fridge. Um, and actually, they said in the ta- in the tasting, they were like, "Yeah, we can't do too many more of these because top rope will have a, have a fit if we keep sitting there." <laughs> <laughs> but that's very kind of them to be considerate enough to give a yeah. shit. That's that's yeah. like that's the that's the. Um, I feel like that's the community of yeah. Class. Like they're like. We care that somebody like Top Rope <laughs> yeah. could, you know, this is their thing. And if we yeah. take this from them, like, that's really not cool. Whereas I feel like there's some, like, bigger breweries that would be like, I yeah, just don't no, care. I don't do that, yeah. um, <laughs> I'll do what I want. <laughs> but they, So it's um, a collaboration with Yakima Chief Hops because they have produced this um, new hop called Cryopop. Um, which is, and it's called the Survivor Series because they've managed to extract the bits of the hop um, that produces the most flavour and aroma and it lasts throughout like the process. So it survives. So they did lots of experiments <laughs> to see how they could get the flavour and the aroma to survive through the brewing process. Um, and Cryopop is that. The fact they're like, we can't do this to top rope. They literally were. They were just like, we don't know how many of you know Top Rope, and I was like, I do. And they were At like, least, all it, of no, that, that's, that's, but to be fair, that's really cool of them for yeah. being like, yeah, no, because I would argue that Briorks probably more well known mm-hmm. to some people than Top Rope is, yeah. and not to, not that Top Rope shouldn't be known to people, no. but Briork, I think, just because they've done things that push the boundaries of isps like hey you guiles and stuff like that and they've done more bolder stouts it was really funny in the in the tasting because we went and did it down by the lake and it was next to the cinema and oh yeah um, i like the photo of him like yeah yeah right so what right before at the beginning of the of the tasting goonies was on the cinema and was he like this is the one we can't talk about right. and they were just literally sat there and it got to that point and it was li- like it just went quiet for a second and sloth we went, hey, hey you guys <laughs> and they were like oh my god oh my god were you filming that we're gonna have to cut that in somewhere <laughs> it was I great love that. it was so good yeah hyg yeah it was literally literally so good um, oh, anyway so cryopop cryopop was so it's been given that name now before that, it was TR12304CR. I love the hop naming convention. <laughs> like, um, before they have a proper name and it's like TR, blah, right, blah, blah, right. HBC, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we um, all know that one. So, that good old hop. Yeah. So, so that's what it was before. So it's now been given a name. Um, and interestingly, I think I've said this before, that hops, it takes like 10 years before a hop is given a um, commercial name. So yeah, they've that, been working yeah. on this for a while. Um, so this series of beers, one is single hop. It's the same same malt bill, same yeast. One is single hopped with cryopop. Then they've done one that's cryopop and chinook. Then they've done cryopop and talus, which was my favourite one. And which then, which one was it? Uh, the the, the Thundertaker. 
The Thundertaker. Um, and then there's one that's Cryopop and Idaho 7. Um, so they are similar, but it's really interesting. So Cryopop actually enhances other hops. Right. Okay. So, you so get does it really have its own flavour profile? Or yeah, does yeah, it yeah. Just... So on its own, you're getting, because it's it's similar to, because it's got a bit of Talus, it's got a bit of Sabro in it, um, it's got some other hops in it you get i got coconut banana and grapefruit oh interesting yeah like on its own yeah on its own and then um when it was with the chinook it brought out more marmalade from the chinook um and so you got more uh, more citrus with the idaho seven i got more pineapple and tropical and a bit of of black tea spiciness Oh, nice. That's interesting. I imagine yeah. the talus, it was just pure coconut. Talus was just absolutely gorgeous. Coconut bomb. <laughs> well, no, but see, with talus, I get sage and herbal, oh, and it was you. like sagey, coconutty, pineapple just... Uh, I need to try more talus, because I think the only talus I had... Well, the only talus I know that I've had was when we... Um, when we had the uh, Slyrin one, that was the first release of the talus. Yeah. And... That was before I looked up anything. Yeah, neo normal. Yeah. Was before I looked up anything to do with talus, and I was like, I'm going to go into this fully blind. And then I was like drinking it. I was like, I really want to say that like, it tastes like sabro, but like uh, it can't be. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, it's related. It absolutely can. Yeah, it absolutely can. It's the granddaughter of. Sabro. I was like, yeah, I feel like there's sabro in this, and then that's yeah. when I googled and was like, oh no, there's no sabro yep. in it. It's just talus, isn't it? And you'll get bits of sabro in cryopop because there's sabro in it and talus. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, I'm going to write a blog post about it. Nice. <laughs> it was good. But I wasn't expecting to see a beer toasting there, so I... I didn't expect on that. that. Literally, you were like, fun. I've got to go at half yeah. I'm going to go do a yeah, like, beer toasting. I was like, beer toasting. And I was, and because they had um, Jason from Yakima Chief there talking about the hops, I was literally like, hello, I'm a beer geek. Please tell me about soil samples and hops. <laughs> Yeah, you were asking questions and this was like yeah. i just want to drink the beer <laughs> yeah. this was like i should have gone and got some kirsch russell while we were doing this the kirsch russell was really oh. good it, it was, was so good. really good was so um good. funnily it's like Briork ran out yeah before the end of saturday yeah. night they literally had one beer left like early saturday afternoon like early saturday evening <laughs> yeah yeah it was um it was in, it was just interesting i think like a lot of i don't think that people realized the demand would be what it was yeah um but yeah i think i've kind of already covered like my experience from like the staff point of view is i think it was i didn't realize that it was so much of like a networking thing like that was cool um i realized that i was able to serve pe- like people would come there, there were times i was literally on the bar by myself yeah because i'd be like you can just go like you know yeah. it was two of us and someone would be like, i just need to go make a phone call i was like go make a phone call um and it was quiet so i'd be there by myself and then like a whole bunch of people would walk up and i was like i'm i'm doing it like i'm doing the thing like someone <laughs> would come up and be like three looper a rotator a half a pint of this and i was like okay and i was just pulling pints and doing the math so i was like this is so cool like i i showed myself that i am quite capable and i'm like really excited to do it again assuming they'll assuming yeah. they'll have me back i'm very excited to do it again cuz um it was such a cool and unique experience and I'm so glad that I, like I was talking to you at the beginning like I don't know if I should do it because like yeah. what if I'm not good and you're like just shut up and do it yeah. and I was like just okay do it. just do it 
moving on from our experiences because I think we've I've we've got so many more experiences but I feel like we could sit here all night and talk yeah. about them and I would happily talk about them all um but moving on favorite standout moments favorite standout beers what's your favorite favorites from from it um I think finding a beer that Liz liked made me really happy did you feel like you've accomplished um, something? I did. Like... And it was like early on as well. It was like one of the first beers as well. She really liked it. Um, getting to try Braybrook's Barbecue Hells. I was very happy about that. I'm like a solid like Braybrook fangirl now. I've got the t-shirt and the hoodie. I went back to try the Maybox because I didn't <laughs> yeah. get that. You did and I didn't. Did you not get the Maybox? No, I oh. went back to try it and they had run out. And I was like, what is this BS? Like, I was like, this is what I wanted. Yeah. But I left it too long. It was my fault. Uh, so you got to be quick. Um, that was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, cu- we'll come to that point in a minute. Um, And the beer tasting with... um brew york i was very pleased with that my little beer geek heart was singing <laughs> just sat by lake listening to geeky beer hop talk and drinking beers it made me really happy i did i did just like the photos that came up it was like, so you, good the, the I, I was like it. i was gradually kind of lining them up and getting them in the background and i got all four lined up and they were like oh that's an instagram post <laughs> I was so like, like yeah. of course it is. I was like, yeah. And they're like, do you want one of us in it? I was like, cool, like, pop on in. <laughs> it's great. It was great. Favorite beers? Oh, barbecue hails. Um, uh, Kirsch Russell, Thundertaker. Um, the um, was a celebration of eighty six, which is the peak summer of eight, summer of eight summer of eighty six. Yeah. Um, that was really. Yeah, I was so like, that was uni. I was like, Saison is on. Joanne, she's go, like, Saison. I literally got like a text message going, Saison is on. <laughs> Over I went. Uh, that was a peach and apricot Saison from Full Circle. That I, I tipped you off as well. Delicious. Like, I think it's going to be on today. Keep yeah. your eyes out. And yeah. then um, Alex is like, I'm changing the keg. I'm going to put this one on. Like, the King New England like... IPA was out changed it for that one and i like messaged joe like it is on <laughs> just getting like secret messages of when to go and get beers <laughs> yeah so giving you the tip off it's gorgeous enjoyed that i enjoyed the um strawberry beer from uh thornbridge as well thornbridge. i really like that one um, um i forget i love you like, will you marry you. me yeah, yeah i love you all i got was i love yeah. you strawberries i just didn't remember the rest of it so i just kept calling yeah. i love you strawberries <laughs> I went yep. back to the stand and they're like, what were you drinking? I was like, I love you strawberries. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't remember the full name. I believe that's a rebrew and that they brewed it for somebody's wedding. Wow. When they first brewed it. How do, that's, how it that's, that's something that I'd like to know. That's something I'd like for a future episode. How do we go about, like, how important <laughs> do you have to be to get a brewery to brew a beer for you? Like, what if like for our one year anniversary beer, we're like, well, a one year anniversary episode, we're like, well, let's brew a beer. <laughs> Will somebody just go like, yeah, let's do it. Like, you need to go find ahead. Who it. wants to do it? Who wants to collab with us? Because a, I really want to brew. I just really want to yeah. brew. Full stop. Like, because I think if we every time I went to go pick up stuff from Wild Weather today, and it's like you you go there, you see the tanks, you see the stuff, and you're like, I want to get, get stuck in. Let me do it. Um, but beyond that, I'm also like, oh, it'd just be really cool to be like, oh, that's my name on a can. And I see people have done it for like weddings and stuff, and I'm like. How do you get involved in that? How much money do I have to pay you? 
Come on, you're, much you're, the net, you're the networker. You just got to sweet talk the right person. I'll work it out. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I'm not good at sweet talking because I don't do bullshit. But I'll just be like, please, free labor. I mean, three hills, three hills are going to let us brew with them at some point. I think we were like forcing, like, we're like, you and Phantom are going to do a pumpkin spice stout. (laughs) And we're going to come and help. We've just been trying to force everybody everybody. to do pumpkin spice beers. Like werewolf beers. Rich, you are going to make pumpkin spice beer and we're going to come and help you do it. Everyone we speak to, (laughs) you are going to do a pumpkin spice beer. Can we help you? Can we help? It's, I'm gonna oh. say to like top rope, top rope. You are gonna do a pumpkin <laughs> spice ice cream pale ale. <laughs> Can we come and help? Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, um, that made me cry. Actually, that brilliant. was really good. Brilliant. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Those. That, so I think my favorite moment, and I genuinely mean this. Um, I think it's just meeting everybody. Getting to like see you over the course of multiple days was really cool. First of all, in real um, life, in real life, yeah, yeah. Because like we've seen each other. Because obviously, yeah. I went to go see you that one time, and then we saw each other for the beer mile thing with the recording. Like that was cool. But getting to be like cool, there's multiple days at a yeah. beer festival. We can check in and say hi. Like that yeah. was really cool. Getting to meet like the full circle crew was like easily so awesome. Like they are such just lovely people in general, and like having those people supporting me and like being like you can do it you've got this so I was like cool this is great and um, meeting all the people from Instagram seeing that my was friends amazing. there like just yeah. again it's just all meeting people yeah. was really cool and networking with people was really cool um one of my favorite things about it I think um yeah I'm trying to think of like do I have any other like really good moments oh watching the guy that made the steak for campfire that made the, that made the the forget the type of cut of steak it mm. was but he was the one that was like the pit master for okay. yeah saturday or sunday sunday yeah. he put on a show yeah. like he was loving the attention <laughs> and i was loving That's it brilliant. because it just meant he put on a bigger show yeah. like yeah. it was great <laughs> like he was sassy he had attitude he was great he was a comedian he was a chef it was brilliant (laughs) to watch because I was I went there for 12 and then they were like we're actually not ready at 12 you're gonna have to come back at one but at 12 they had cut up little slices and I was gonna try one of those great and it was amazing so I was like have to be back there at one because Saturday they sold out yeah I'm not gonna miss it this time went back at one and they were like we're 10 minutes behind (laughs) 10 minutes later we're 10 minutes behind so oh, I was like God. well I'm the front of the queue now so I'm not yeah. going anywhere no I'm not going anywhere meanwhile this guy was like came out to the audience like what are you guys waiting for <laughs> he just pretended to be like a normal guy oh, and he's God. like oh what's this um but you like oh, I mate, knew who he was. mate you're behind like get I back knew- there and cook so he wasn't prep so he had done the oh, smoking, prep. but everyone else was doing the prep like of the actual station so like he's just the pit master that was doing the actual yeah. smoking right the other guys were doing the setup of the there was three or like four the whole different things yeah. so yeah they were setting up the stations and getting all the other bits ready because the meat i guess the certain parts weren't yeah. done yet he was in the back and then he came out and i think i knew who he was a few other people knew who he was because we saw him earlier yeah doing his like bravado in front of everyone it was it was honestly he was so funny and he was so zany it was amazing and he's walking out going 
what's this key for? And people are like, oh, I don't know. I guess we were just waiting for food. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, well, they're going to start serving soon. I'm quite hungry. <laughs> oh <laughs> I was like, oh my, oh, my God. It was really good. He was like balancing like wood logs <laughs> on his head. Just, oh, my God. Just because. Um, it was so good. <laughs> he was so yeah. funny. But that was a standout memory, I think, just because it was so entertaining. Um, oh, Silent Disco at Big Drop. I didn't do that. Oh, it was so good. Yeah, the Silent Disco at the, at the Big Drop tent. Had a little uh, non-alcoholic lager, which was really good. And a bit of a silent disco. But yeah, it was good. It was such a good time. Mm. I really enjoyed oh. it. I think swag-wise, you didn't get these. What did you get? I did. Oh, you got beers. Yeah, see, I didn't realise that you could take beers away. So the moment I realised, so insider knowledge, I knew from working there that apparently they told vendors don't take cans to sell. Yeah. I think they told people don't sell cans. But I saw people walking around with a Gypsy Hill can that said Bigfoot on it and had Bigfoot. Yeah. I was like, they weren't selling cans. Where did someone get that? So I yeah. asked them and they were like, oh, you can get it at the main bar. Now, luckily, the main bar was only a few feet away. So I was like, oh, go get that. And I noticed there were quite a few beers on. So I went and I got myself a can of each of the ones that were available. It was more to bring back to my husband. The reason I'm not drinking yeah. them is because I was going to share them with Rick. Um, so I thought I'd bring him some of the festival because dogs weren't allowed at Bigfoot so he couldn't come to Bigfoot. Um, so I got the Gypsy Hill and We Are Beer collab which is Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. So that's a IPA. I got the Billy Frank's Big Fish Little Fish Cardboard Box House Sesh Hell's Lager. I got that specifically because I like to make my husband do Big Fish Little Fish Cardboard Box <laughs> and I thought he'd really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, we've got the Verdant Pale Ale, which is called Marks and Spencer. <laughs> and that's a 4% one, 4% Pale Ale. Um, and then there's the Collective Arts Gem Up the Mash, which is a dry hop sour. And it is 5.2% ABV. So I just took all the cans I could take home and I brought him cheesecake. Yeah. And I got some Billy Frank pork and sage jerky and he ate it all. So I never got to try it. (laughs) But I did get hot sauce, which was a cacao and lime. And I've had that on my pork tacos, which were amazing because they go really well with carnitas. And I had it on my tacos tonight and they were also really good. So did you get anything and i got this t-shirt you got me a t-shirt because you were lovely we got you a t-shirt because liz Liz was very liz was very um appreciative of the fact that you gave us tickets basically um so she got you a (laughs) t-shirt to say thank you she's very lovely thank you liz yeah and um did you buy anything else so i i bought i bought this t-shirt i was torn because there was a pinky colored one and this yellow but i really like this yellow it's very Mm. sunny glad i chose the yellow um i also bought a braybrook t-shirt that shows like the brewing process and Ooh, um, i got cool. a bit chilly <laughs> on the saturday afternoon and they had a really comfy looking um braybrook hoodie and it is like the softest hoodie ever so you're braybrooked yeah. up basically yeah, I'm, I'm braybrooked up i am braybrook fangirling <laughs> i also <laughs> got a, i got a tote bag from full circle as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's good <laughs> Uh, and you know i i got like beers from <laughs> from um and stickers from brew york so oh yeah i got stickers i kept yeah. collecting beer mats and stickers yeah. that was that was fun i got an astrid button from thornbridge oh did you nice. not see the buttons they i saw buttons. the buttons but i didn't know if they were free and i didn't want to be presumptuous but i also didn't want to ask 
so I just didn't it was like because it's awkward <laughs> if they then go you've got to pay for yeah. it and then be like, I figure if they put it out now. on the bar they're expecting people to or you them. just nicked <laughs> they were free do you know that for a fact no, but she saw me take it and she didn't tell me off. So she would have told you. Yeah. Off. So yeah, free. I like touched the button and they didn't say take <laughs> it. And I was like, well, I'll just put it back then. <laughs> just too self I'm too conscious. I'm like, um, tips for next year. I would say I brought a rolling cart thing to move my camp yes, and stuff. I would definitely get but one of those. I would suggest a good one because I got yeah. one that was basically left in the house that I moved into. And it was like, I'm short. Like, I think, Joe, you can attest, I'm not the tallest yep. person. I'm not the yep. shortest person, but right. I'm not the tallest person. And it was basically made for a child. Um, <laughs> so that gave me a backache and it could only really fit like one bag in it. Or I had to yeah. really squeeze to get stuff in. So I would say um, get a proper rolling cart, like meant for camping yep. to move your stuff. That is on my list because I had a wheelie duffel and it was fine. But actually, I could do with like a proper trolley. <laughs> yeah, a, a proper trolley is yeah. better. Yeah, especially like the wet, like the distance from the car to the campsite. Yeah. Like it just made it. It would just. And I knew that was going to be a long way. And I said, I said to Liz, I was like, make sure that you can carry what you're bringing because there yeah. will be a walk from where we park to where we camp. Yeah, I just think like a slightly bigger yeah. camping trolley. Like you're not going to go wrong with that at all. Yeah, because I think for me, because I was hunched over like that with my short handles, like yeah. oh, actually my back hurts now. Um, I would probably bring with me something slightly bigger to put water in because if there's not going to be that accessible water, then I want a container like with water in water, at yeah. the yeah at the tent so that I can fill that up and bring it back to the tent and then refill there rather than having to trek and find the water um I brought quite a few ground sheets with me and I was very thankful for that because we stuck an extra one out the front of the tent so that we had somewhere to put our shoes nice um and it was useful to put on the ground to put the bags on while we were putting the tent up and down um we tucked it around things to keep them dry like it was moist while you were saying it was tent. yeah <laughs> it was it was moist <laughs> it was it was dead. yeah yeah so uh, you definitely wanted something to put things on so they didn't get wet before you could put them in your tent um, definitely. so definitely either bin bags or ground sheets that you can put down to keep things dry yeah, and then you can use the bin bags again of when you've actually your rubbish, got rubbish. Or your laundry or anything that Whichever gets real wet yeah definitely yeah. um i've got my next tip is like remember to hydrate and eat regularly yes definitely um, and I would definitely suggest doing like halves of the pint. Like I would say at least until you know you've tried every single thing yeah. that you want to do halves. Because like I know people are coming up and ordering full pints much, which I'm not going to complain, order a full pint. But I think as as the person going on and doing it myself, I would like to do more half yeah. pints than full pints. I was sad they weren't until doing I've hit thirds everything. actually. I was sad they weren't doing thirds. Yeah, but, but I guess I think that's for ease of, Yeah, that's for ease of pause and yeah totting up as well I think but yeah I I like I'm an advocate for a third but beyond that as well I think it would have been nice as well had they um kind of given you a glass I thought there was going to be I read that there was going to be no no no, there wasn't um so I read that there was going to be a plastic glass that you pay you put a deposit down for and then you could give it back at the back at the end or not but there I never saw one. Like all the breweries were giving out plastic cups. So, yeah, um, there's a lot of plastic cups that went into it, and I and I yeah. think, and I, you know, we've um, we've all recycled them, I'm sure. Like you know, but 
I would have liked it if I, like when I go to a camera beer festival, like when I go to Reading Beer Festival, yeah, you, get you get a proper like, yeah. like glass. And even if it, like, even if it was a plastic I would have preferred the plastic reusable yeah. one that I could yeah. put in the dishwasher. Yeah. And I understand we're all about clean glassware and everything else like that. So I think like, even if you got one with your ticket or you had... I don't know three with your ticket so yeah. there's technically one for each day how I would have used it is I probably would have used it like one for different styles so I would have gone like lights you know like lighter ones darker ones and then like sours and other stuff um with the option to get more if you wanted sort of thing but I think they tried to kind of promote this environmentally environmentally friendly atmosphere which is great yeah. and I think the thing is it would have been better if there was a reusable glass yeah. that we could have used and then you get to keep it and then yeah. you're like cool here's my Bigfoot Festival yeah. glass I actually used the reusable wine glass a couple of times I know you did <laughs> you used it a lot of I times you were like it. you were like I can reuse that I was like I will reuse that with my beer like, like it had put beer in this it it's had, fine like I was like it had barbecue like this is the same as the glass that I use at home I use a stem glass at home I rinsed it out put my beer in it I had a lovely time with barbecue hells in my stemmed plastic wine glass. It was well, Honestly, you were like, I would use that. I would definitely use that again. Yep. I've got it downstairs. It's ready for me to use again. That stand did do that, but not every, yeah. the majority of the stands just use the plastic, yeah. like the plastic cups that were given. Yeah. Um, it would have been, I just think, more interesting from a, I think from just like a, having a commemorative item and the, environmental responsibility yeah. piece to have that reusable glass like i said i get maybe have one per day yeah that would have been a good option in my opinion but i am i i, I I'm, they might have researched it and decided it wasn't feasible yeah. i don't know but yeah that's my next one what about you do you have another tip i've got one more tip but i don't know um get up early for breakfast because the coffee queue was ridiculous i waited <laughs> a half we... hour in that coffee queue i think yeah i think people waited longer than that for coffee um, I, I waited needed... 30 to 40 I minutes i think the they needed queue. a second coffee van graham really wanted a coffee and i was waiting for my barbecue anyways long. and i was like i'll join the queue and i was like it's really long and then he was like yeah. you don't have to and I went, I'm 10 minutes in, I'm committed now. Right, once you're We're in We're getting a queue. coffee. <laughs> I got and a nice like, coffee, it, it was lovely. If you're, yeah, the, no, the coffee was really good, but um, it took you, a long time to get it. You're kind of waiting so long and paying yeah. so much. Like, I think yeah. time and money for what you're getting, it just felt like, oh, like I couldn't yeah. be bothered. But it was, it was fine. Yeah, uh, more coffee vans next time, please. More coffee vans, um, please. And can I just get a regular bacon sandwich somewhere? <laughs> And can I have more iced coffees all the time, yeah. everywhere? <laughs> Thank you. Um, no, that's a fair one. Uh, I think my final one was, you know, go to the vendors that you really want to go to first. Because yes. I think the thing is, what I learned is like, you know, Verdant ran out. Like things are going to sell out. Exactly. Run out, yeah. You know, before the end of the weekend, breweries are going to run out. So I would say go to the things that you 100% want first and then kind of filter it out from yeah. most want to like, don't care as much about and then I think secondary to that is check back at the vendors that you've gone to before because I know for example like with us we had four beers on we had four lines and um one was an IPA one was a DDH pale one was a west coast and um we had a New England IPA and then that went out and we replaced that with a saison so 
if you had come to us the day before and you had tried everything that you thought that we had before the next day we changed it with something else if you didn't come back to us because you're like oh I've already had yeah you wouldn't know and I know a lot of the breweries had changed out their lines because they just like you know that this kegs out let's switch it out something else um so I think that's something that you don't necessarily think about go back and check places you've been before to make sure they haven't done something new like we were saying earlier Braybrook ran out of their May book and I was like I'm gutted I didn't have that but they replaced it sensible. yeah I was sensible I was on it I went and I, I was wasn't. like barbecue house first smash Maybach I want that I want the uh Kirsch Russell from yeah uh, I'm from glad there. that you got was, the Kirsch yeah. Russell because you gave me some because the yes. thing is I didn't I think because I wasn't walking around in the way you were yeah I was more behind the bar so I wasn't really exploring as much I was just yeah. like I want to drink uh I'll just go somewhere yeah. so I think maybe I need to do a bit more planning the next time even if I'm working I need to do a bit more planning of who's going to be there because I kind of didn't do a recce had to panic it was like uh I'll just go to this one and then realized after oh they had one I really wanted and it's out now yeah <laughs> I think with that we're kind of done so final thoughts would you go again next year Possibly. I think the only drawback for me is it's quite far and it's quite expensive for how far I've got to go for it. Um, so if I was going to go, I'd have to plan like the whole weekend. Like I was fine getting there late on Friday and leaving early Sunday because I'd won the ticket. So I didn't miss I didn't actually pay for That's that. it. Yeah, I guess we didn't say you yeah. left Sunday morning. Yeah, so I, I left, left Sunday morning. Sunday I didn't, we didn't do like any evening. of Sunday um, because... I left about six and you went... Like we left like about past 10 I think um because we just needed to get on the road because it was going to be a long long drive I didn't get home until half past four so yeah it was a long long one for us but but that's fine um you know for a beer adventure that's fine but um yes yeah, a little bit far for me but it was a good experience if you're close enough to do it or if you can plan to have that entire weekend off then yeah probably would do it again would you do it again I definitely would. I think because um, for me, like I said, it was sub mm. two hours. Um, I think next year, though, I would like to have my friends and my husband there. Um, like even if I'm working, like I'd like to take more time to like go around and look yeah. at things. And I think I agree with you where I, you know, I would I'd like to really plan it if I'm going to do it in the sense yeah. of like I would take the Friday off work. So I couldn't do it this year because obviously I changed jobs. I had just enough annual leave to take off the time that I'm taking off. So I couldn't really justify going, I'm going to take off a Friday for a beer festival. I was like, no, you know, I'll get there after work, even though I'm working there, get there after work and then start. But um, I think next year I would love to go off. My, my friends are already talking about, you know, they definitely are in next year. Told Rick about it. Rick's definitely in for it next year. Um, we just need to fight. They don't allow dogs, so hmm. we normally camp with Phelan, but because they don't allow dogs, yeah. we have to find somebody to watch the dog. Um, so yeah, I would do it, but I think I'd do the full weekend yeah. as a whole. I'd like to do it again as staff though, because the staff <laughs> campsite was so much nicer. The toilets were bad. like, I don't know. Bad. I didn't know your campsite, yeah. but like ours was like a nice like yeah. toilet. <laughs> It cleaned every hour. It was a really good experience. From like Sunday morning, like so Saturday, our toilet. It's got a very cleaned. quick walk. <laughs> yeah, our our toilets got cleaned Saturday morning. Sunday morning, they did not. <laughs> they got a bit lax on Sunday morning. So 
ours was clean the full time and mm. it was nice because I could be like I'm tired now I go bed and then it was like five steps away whereas yeah. like, if I was going out to where you were I'd be like there's so many steps I know that's what I was like <laughs> yeah it's tipping it down now I'm going back to the tent <laughs> but yeah I would like no reservations on the actual event itself no. like I thought the event itself yeah. was lovely um and for me it wasn't as much of a drive so I'd definitely do it again so yeah highly recommend it if you can get to it um give I it look a forward go. to doing more beer festivals are you doing any more beer festivals this year um I want to go to so there's actually Nottingham Craft Beer Week is happening in August cool. uh, that is sold out but there are fringe events happening and Liquid oh, Light cool. are doing a sour beer fest at their tap room that weekend so I may go to that that's cool i'm yeah. definitely going to bristol on the saturday evening session i'm probably going to help out full circle on the day session so i'll be there there's a potential i might help them out in birmingham maybe if i've got time off to do that not sure if that weekend lines up got to double check but um yeah i think there's just not they all got kind of mushed together this year because of covid obviously yeah. but i think next year i definitely will plan to go to more i was hoping to go to gen craft but that's, uh, that's at the moment so. everything down this end's been cancelled indie man's <laughs> been cancelled i think yeah. um so yeah anything i can go to I'm, I'm quite excited to do it so we'll have to see but yeah. um if anybody else has gone to bigfoot um or any other beer festival thus far um let us know how you got on you know what your favorite parts are if there's anything that we said that sort of resonated with you um yeah I mean what your favorite beer was what your favorite moment of the weekend was definitely reach out and let us know and let us know if you go again next Uh, year let us know your festival tips in case we missed anything yes is there anything we missed that we need to make sure that we need to do next yeah what tip are you going to give us (laughs) we're always yeah um but yeah if people want to like sort of give you a tip of what to do next year joanne whether or not you should pack your fairy lights where can they find you i'm always packing the fairy lights gotta get over this the fairy lights are coming full stop (laughs) non-negotiable (laughs) non-negotiable fairy lights are coming um if you want to talk to me about the pros and cons of bringing fairy lights to camping um you can talk to me on um a woman's brew that is on facebook instagram and twitter um or come and talk to me about uh beer styles um beer tasting and sensory exercises on my beer school love beer learning we are on instagram facebook twitter tiktok and pinterest uh we have a website at lovebeerlearning.co.uk where you can find out about our latest courses and our beer membership the beer tent society um or you can email us at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com and we'll pick up emails for the podcast there as well yeah if you just want to find me i'm on instagram (laughs) that's it adventures underscore in underscore optimism you probably already follow me a lot less well, you work probably are, you probably <laughs> already got one account. Me. <laughs> it's so much easier just to manage one account one account, one account. i have one too account. many <laughs> yeah i mean yeah just just find me there or don't that's okay <laughs> <laughs> that's all i've got come and let us know what your instagram names are because that's what we're going to call you when yeah. we see you at beer festival yeah introduce yourself to us as your instagram name yes joe's got to give you seven instagram names. yes I've only got two Instagram names. Uh, And with that, enjoy the rest of your week and we will see you again next week. Cheers. Cheers.